Hello, and welcome back to the Storybrooke podcast. This is episode 8 of season 2, in which we are doing book club. I don't know I said club, like that. Book Beauty club. 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 Die Bookenklub. Uh, sorry to anyone from Germany. Uh, just generally. <laughs> I was going for Welsh, but okay. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> like club. Oh, uh, okay. Good. We're, we're very multicultural here. <laughs> but... What is that? What, where was I? Did I say chapter four yet? It's chapter four. I'm Graham. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm your other host, Katie. Hi, I'm your other, other host, Liv. Hi, I'm your other, other, other host, Annie. Hi, I'm your other, 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 other host, Annie. And I'm your other, 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 other host, Meg. Nice. Significantly, Meg. <laughs> oh, significant other. No, I was counting the names in her Discord chat. I was like, so... The one after four is five, I say as an accountant. <laughs> I was going to say spot the accountant. Pro maths. Counting Pro to math. five, yes, that is. Gosh, it's so difficult. That's actually what they asked me in the interview. <laughs> Kelly you said, can, can you count, count to five? five? And I said, hmm, yeah, because it's on my CV. And then they went, you're and that's how it works. That's what I need to put on my CV. Uh, I yeah, you can something. count to five. Uh, You're probably like underselling God. yourself and saying you can only count to four, but you know, you're going yeah, to put like, yourself like, on a CV. It. And then in the interview, I'll be like, surprise, it's mm-hmm. five. You know, my main problem is, wow. is what the heck come after six? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, if you don't put that on your not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then what if they ask me, Meg, what if they sit me down in the interview and go, what the heck come after six? And I have to go, I don't know. You go much to think about. So the three words that we would describe me are. So you yeah. just have to ask: Is that on the job description? Because if it's not on the job description, yeah. they can't demand it of you. You know what? You're so right. I love this. Hell yeah! How many jobs do you think require you to count to seven? Probably not that many, no. actually. Because nowadays these newfangled not computers do it for you. True. <laughs> these what? What are these? computer. <laughs> Back in my day, we used an abacus. Back in my day, we counted on our fingers. And then sometimes you run out of hands. And that's where math stops. Uh, see, I'm from the southwest, <laughs> no, so we get extra fingers. Oh. <laughs> Who did you steal them from? <laughs> well, you know, they weren't using them. It doesn't the, matter the where. Smith. The Smith. So for anyone joining us, if this is your first episode, oh, this God. is a great Gatsby podcast. Yeah. chapter four. Yeah. We- <laughs> And Gatsby was so great because he had so many fingers. He could count count to seven. They begged him, put the fingers in the finger amnesty. Can't be walking around those streets with fingers. Gatsby cannot count to seven, and I stand by that. We've never seen him do it, okay? There's no proof. The only person who can count to seven is Nick because he's in the bonds business. <laughs> no, Nick. He's doing no, his no, no, research in the library. Nick definitely can't count to seven, but he's really trying his best to learn how. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's got a lot of books on how to count to seven, but he hasn't read them yet. He's got somewhere between six and eight books. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. No, that's what all the books were in Gatsby's <laughs> library. <laughs> <laughs> It would just stop at six because what the heck come after six? What the heck come after six? But do you know who absolutely cannot count past, I want to say, four? 
Tom. Me? Tom. 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 Tom can't count. He has people for that. illiterate, illiterate. Alas, he returned in this chapter. My beloathed, my absolutely beloathed, stinky. Should we recap? Should we recap the chapter in this book in which he's a main character? Let's recap chapter four, shall we? What happens in chapter four? There's a lot of men's names. And tragedies. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of so many. people. A lot of people names. go out for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And then we find out that Jay Gatsby is the biggest simp in the entire gosh darn universe. Yep. Because he <laughs> yep. and Daisy had a fling when she was 18, which to be fair, I don't... It's what, like 10, 15 years ago? I think it was like... No, less. less. She's, only, she's in her like mid well, to late 20s. that's what I thought I as well, but they keep describing it as like, I think it was like oh, six so years ago. long ago, they didn't have an affair. And I'm like, okay, a how how long ago, ago was it? Anyway. I want to say six years, mm. but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, so either way, they had an affair before the war, or during the war. Anyway, and the war. <laughs> the war. Anyway, and then she like got really drunk the night before her wedding. was like, oh my god, it's And because she was like... Correct. Yeah, <laughs> true. And then um, <laughs> Jordan was there the whole time, like, okay, I'm 17, and I've seven, never seen a drunk lady before. I feel uncomfortable in this situation. And then she, like, got her nice and sober again, and then she married Tom. And then Daisy was like, wow, I sure I'm in love with this man. And then she had a baby. And then she found out that he was having an affair. So then she had a baby and then moved to France for a bit. Good for her. Wasn't he having an affair on their honeymoon yes, as yep. well? Like yes, at the was. hotel where yeah. they were on their Ooh, honeymoon. Oh, that, that really grated my cheese, I can tell you. Oh, boy. <laughs> grated my cheese. <laughs> I boiled my damn lobsters. Anyway. That really steamed my broccoli. Steamed my broccoli. <laughs> Creamed my corn. Broccoli. Anyway. That really <laughs> blanched my greens. Blanched my cabbage. my spinach. We, we also had my favourite part, which was Gatsby taking Nick out for lunch, specifically to say, I've asked your sort of girlfriend to ask you a favour on my behalf, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, it's a secret I, I love the suspense. Yeah. I just, I love the bit when he's driving him to lunch and he's like, huh, I gotta tell you all about my past, Nick. Did you know during the war I tried to kill myself? Well, anyway, I've got lots of money now. Ha 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 ha. It's like, Jay Gatsby. We're all fine here. <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. well, anyway, Jordan will tell you all about it later. Excuse me? I love that Nick straight up doesn't believe like anything that Gatsby's telling him like about the medal. He's like, I'm astonished it looks authentic. And then he's like, anyway, here's a photo of me in Oxford. And he's like, well, it's all true then. He had rubies and diamonds, I guess, because he has one photo at Oxford. <laughs> yeah, my notes say Jay Gatsby, leader of the Montenegro fan club. Because yeah. all he does is be like, oh, best country in the Loved world, it. Montenegro. I, gave me a medal. I don't know why I'm James Acaster. I looked up <laughs> the, the the phrase that was on the medal was like for, for valor extraordinaire or something like that. Mm. Um, I looked up just, just that phrase, those two words yeah, by yeah. themselves. Um, every single result was the great Gatsby. Yes. <laughs> So I was like, oh, so it's not actually a medal. (laughs) That is similar to something I looked up about this chapter that we will Mm. get to later. Yes. Oh. Oh. Teasing us like Gatsby. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Meg is going to tell our kind of girlfriend that she kind of has a point to make. (laughs) I kind of have a point to make. You're going to tell Liv what? Kind of. uh, Is it jewelry or is it just apparel? That is made of things. Great. So um, I'm, I'm the podcast's girlfriend now. Sorry. Was that just <laughs> Yes. 
we've nationalized you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for nationalization. I wanted to start with the railways, personally, but you know, is live the mascot. Can start involved. with this railway. <laughs> toot toot! What? I would get more toot, rides toot. on the railway than live. Would you now? <laughs> That's the sound trains make. Don't question they it. They don't. They go like wah. <laughs> make all the lady moves go wah. Oh, there are what is happening? That was so really Gatsby. <laughs> really so, Wait, no, I didn't finish. So basically, the reason right. why Gatsby's been throwing these massive parties and bought his house where it is is so he can see Daisy across the lake. And he's been having big parties <laughs> on the off chance that she wanders into them. And he's like, uh, Nick, can you like... No, he's like, Jordan, can you ask Nick if maybe one day he can have Daisy over in his house and then, like, I'll just be in my garden, like, sitting and having a drink and maybe eating some fruit and then maybe she will perchance look into my garden and see me and I'll be like, oh, goodness, Nick, I didn't even know you had people over. And is that Daisy Buchanan? Oh, I've not seen you in so many years, Daisy, but you must come inside my home so I can show you all my trinkets. Servants, start cutting open the book so it looks like I read. Anyway, I must go and take a car from Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, but make yourself at home, Daisy. You may as well move in with me and marry me. Be my love forever, Daisy. <laughs> I read Daisy's one... My one thing is, can he count? Can he count? Can he read? Daisy does not care if people can count. I don't That's think. That's true. Judging by the fact that she married Tom. Yeah. Yeah, because famously Tom cannot count past four. <laughs> so she's she she sees beyond that. Yeah, it's true. Right, no, I actually I, I think if you saw beyond that you would see how terrible a person Tom is. So I Daisy did not see anything. I think she knows. She cannot I think see she knows. For she has no eyes. He cheated I... on her on their honeymoon. I think she knows. Yeah. She's not a big Tom fan. No. She can join our fan club, our anti-fan club. I like our enemy she was club. a big hit in well, Chicago. I thought that our was radiator cute. club. She really went back to her husband's hometown and was like, I'm going to make you all like me better than you like him. <laughs> and they did. Yeah, she did, uh-huh. but she never drank, so she had a stunning reputation. I was just going to say a thing that I liked in this chapter. Also, just side note, if you haven't made the rules for the drinking game... My suggestion is anytime I start a point with my favourite bit or I really love how. <laughs> so many favourites. Those are the only things, like, it's the only way I start sentences, apparently. Going on the bingo. And finish um, your drink when you mention the annotated copy of The Great Gatsby, Your Sister Gave. <laughs> hey! Uh, That's what is every episode. That's not fair. We're trying to kill people here? Yeah. Um, so, back back when I was reading the annotated copy... No, I'm not. Everybody down your drinks. Oh, God, what was my point? Bear with me. Hang on, I've lost it. It was your favourite bit, don't you remember? Oh, my God, what was my favourite bit? <laughs> <laughs> it was... Okay, no, I got it. Nobody interrupt me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Now, my perfect Sunday. <laughs> it's so underwhelming as well. It's not worth this whole Annie, restart your <laughs> point so Graham can cut all of this out. <laughs> I no, think no, this part we'll, is hilarious, we'll actually. Um, I was just going to say, I liked that when Gatsby was talking to Jordan about Daisy and she was like, oh, I'll arrange for us to go to lunch. And he was like, no, I want her to see my house. Like, I have it planned in my brain. <laughs> Listen, I've decided that this is how we'll meet, so we have to do it that way. I want her this to see my This is how it's going to happen, so it doesn't happen exactly like this. Yes, yeah, so it doesn't happen like this. I kind of get it, though. <laughs> 
And I thought that was relatable. Yeah. And that was my own. Do you ever plan meet cutes with people? I do it all the time. And I'm like, mm, mm, I get it, guys. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I will be standing at this exact yeah. spot. <laughs> to be fair, I have once. You know when you're like, you know how it is. You're single. You're yeah. like, you're in a, like a, a cafe slash bookshop. And you're like, oh, if someone notices what I'm reading right now. It would be the best meet That's cute. That's what I do every and day. And people do the nice thing and don't talk yeah. to you. Because that would be weird if they did. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. But also, why not? <laughs> Great. What if you did? Ask <laughs> girlfriend, would you like me to set up a meet cute where you can go sit in a coffee shop and I will come talk to you about what you're reading? We do that anyway, like in the house. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a meet cute if I'm already in your home. I'm expecting a meet cute every time I step through the door, to be honest. Much like Gatsby, I'm like, well, maybe mm. they'll walk into my parties that I throw every weekend just in case they come over. All those parties yes. we have. Listen, yes. every relationship has different roleplay fantasies, and I guess this can be yours. <laughs> now, I don't like the way you phrase that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy is someone who's an interest in what he's reading. <laughs> my fantasy is Liv listens to me. No. <laughs> Life hack. You don't need to orchestrate a meet when I'm already in your home. <laughs> your balls is inside your home. <laughs> it's the lady in the wallpaper. Oh my god, she's in love with me. Ask her what her favourite movie is. <laughs> That's a deep cut to a Katie's tragic backstory there. Uh... Listen, we don't need to talk about the woman in my wallpaper today. <laughs> is she paying rent though? Like, I feel like she should be paying rent. I hope she yeah. does. Absolute freeloader. She's living in my wallpaper under my roof. She's not <laughs> paying rent. That's how I talk about Liv, Getting to be fair. my landlord's roof. <laughs> She's not paying rent. <laughs> Getting, um, so Jay Gatsby. Getting yeah. done by the police we, for having yeah. an illegal we, um, so that's sublet. Jay, Jay Gatsby. That's, that's sure weird. Do you most... know what is also weird? Teeth cufflinks. Oh, yes. Teeth cufflinks, off His you go. Let's go. Of molars. So I looked up the significance of the teeth cufflinks mm-hmm. because okay. I thought maybe there is a significance. And when I type <laughs> into Google, which oh. now I forever may be on a Your watch list, history is... when I Google teeth cufflinks significance, <laughs> the first thing that comes up is a Reddit post of some guy going, so <laughs> Why did he have teeth cufflinks? Yeah. It's, it's a good question. Comment. Why is it's he got question. teeth cufflinks? And I suppose you could go into this meaning of mm, it's pairing being like a classy, well dressed man with a concept of being brutal. Mm. But you know what my is? Mm. They just really look. Just look really cool. <laughs> My theory is was actually anti-Semitism, Same. so yours is better. Oh, um, yeah. You know what? If say. we learned anything from the picture of Dorian Gray is that, yeah. It's usually anti-Semitism. anti-Semitism really is prevalent yes. in a lot of things. Absolutely rampant in this chapter. I was like, ah, it's the Wolfsheen mm. chapter, and it only goes downhill from here. Yeah. It, Just reading bits of it, like, oh, yeah. this sucks. I, <laughs> I think the cufflinks was specifically hit, like, oh, he's a criminal and probably in the mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he like, got these some guy died for these yeah. teeth yeah. or something. There's also like, a lot especially of... that story he told. Um, the story he told that was like, oh yeah, we were all out at lunch. Then my my buddy um, got shot by the police. Anyway, we were, like going to that restaurant. It's like, hang on, what? 
Huh? My favorite bit of that story is when the guy gets up to like go be shot, and he's he tells the waiter like, "Ah, oh, just just make sure my coffee doesn't get too cold, right? I'll be back." Yeah. My favorite is the way Nick positions himself up against it. Like he's just like, "And I asked innocently," and then two sentences later, he finishes the story <laughs> for him because he knows it already. But he's like, "Oh, I innocently asked him about this thing when I already know the story." Just yeah, it's like, "Oh, yeah. that guy." He's just yeah. like, "I'm just an innocent observer. I'm not hanging out with criminals. Things just happen to me." Uh, but every time I have such a vendetta, I love Nick. But every time I'm like, so how are you positioning yourself in this story, Nicholas? I love his commentary. Yes. Every, he, every, he's such an I was not even a bit like I a rose. Every time I something right. about Nick, every time I learn something about Nick, I like become a little bit closer to relinquishing my title of uh, Nick Carraway Defense Club. Yes. Um, <laughs> every time I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. The illusion I enjoy him. the more you learn about Nick. You're yeah. like, oh, you were lying yeah. all the times before. I just took your word for it, but you were just being annoying. <laughs> I think Nick Nick positioned this guy's nose as a character model. Yeah. 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 There's, there's some racism Deeply there. Deeply upsetting. <laughs> I also like that he like pointed out like within the text that he's like, mm, and look, this guy said Oxford weird. Isn't that yeah. weird? And I'm like, he just pronounced it. Pro- Wait, he's supposed to be from like New York, right? He probably just said it in like more of a New York accent. But he's very like, he said Oxford, but he said the X as a double G. And I'm like, Oxford and Oxford basically sound the exact same. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you say it quick enough, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. American and then he's like, what? No, I've never heard of Oxford. And then he's like, oh, and he's going on about how it's the most famous university in the world, but I already know what it is. No. And I'm like, oh my God, Nick, you are. Congrats, you've so heard of annoying. one of like the top five universities like, uh, in the world. Yeah. He's just like, I just think that it's so weird that he's positioning them like, oh, look, he said it weird. And I don't know if this is because I'm me. And I pronounce things wrong all the time, but I just feel like we shouldn't necessarily be being mean to people for saying things wrong. <laughs> I don't think it was done in good no, faith, and I'm going to say I just, that. I don't know. I really hated all of his like little snide remarks, this little narrator yeah. about this guy, because mm-hmm. like I just obviously I know obviously the answer is is that F. Scott Fitzgerald was incredibly anti-Semitic, so obviously he didn't see anything wrong with writing this way. But any point during this chapter was he not like, ooh, that's a bit much, you know? Yeah. Like, I just <laughs> maybe I'll tone yeah, it I down. Like, I don't know. It was just so weird and just like such a compared to all like the flowery, lovely descriptions that have been in past chapters. The way he described um, Wolshim, it's like this barely palpable, like, like sorry, not barely, like very palpable, like disgust for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it's trying to do horrible. the um, like. Oh, there's a dark side behind Gatsby's wealth, and it's coming from the dark oh, underworld God. of the mafia. But really, it's just like deeply anti-Semitic. Like it's awful. Yeah, yeah. it's Jewish people. I like he's the guy who fixed the world mm. series. He just in 1919. I think that's I think that's yeah. fun. Yeah. As someone who cool. doesn't really care that much about sport, I think it's a fun story. Mm, same. I like the way Nick talks about it. Yeah. He was like, I, oh, I knew it like, happened. I thought that would, yeah, yeah. I thought that just kind of happened and it was a bunch of people. How was it just one guy that did that? It's not even that. Like, it? he doesn't think anyone did it. He sort of just thinks it, yeah, it just like, kind of oh, occurred. Bad things happen, I guess. They're divorced from me. Yeah, or they don't happen to me. It's, so, it's just you know. such a big yeah. abstract concept that you're like, no, that, yeah, we're, yeah. we're aware that it's happened, but you can't possibly meet the person who did it. That's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like the way that, like, you think about NFTs and you're like, well, they're evil. Someone 
made those up. Someone made up cryptocurrency and decided in their brains that that's a thing that we have now. But you just think, oh, that's a thing that exists and is bad. Nope, someone decided that that exists. But like, Nick works in finance. He works in bonds yeah. and like he probably deals with stocks and shares and things like this and money yes. moving around in an abstract sense. How does he not understand mm-hmm. abstract concepts? <laughs> Because he's very innocent, Graham. It has nothing to do with him because he is the most honest man that you will he ever is meet. He is his and prime virtue. But he's not a honesty. rose. How dare you? No. Maybe me and Nick are the same person. We're both idiots. <laughs> no! <laughs> Annie, you're not anti-Semitic. I hope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. ejected from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Annie never returned again. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite line in this chapter was a description of Jordan. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's talking about Jordan and he's like, Jordan was sitting up very straight on a straight chair, very straightly, like a straight <laughs> yeah. person who is straight. Did I mention that Jordan is Directly straight. asked, directly after he said, Jordan was gay, as gay as ever. <laughs> Which I know means happy. Yes, but also, but it's true. I, I have two favourite lines from this chapter. Um, one of them was Gatsby saying, oh, Jordan's incredibly trustworthy. She's a sportswoman, because the one thing we know about <laughs> Jordan is that she cheated at sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other that's thing true. was uh, Wolfsheim going, oh, Gatsby? That, that's a trustworthy guy. He'd never go after anyone's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I also no, liked not at all. that Wolfsheim was like, oh, Jay Gatsby. What a handsome guy. You'd like to take that guy home to meet your wife and sister. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick's like, yeah, he Gatsby is a handsome guy. He his eyes to look at women. He's like, no. <laughs> no, I only have eyes for one woman who's already married. <laughs> My actual favourite line was, um, the world and its mistress return to Gatsby's house. Love yeah, that. that's good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> mistress. Oh, yes. amazing. What a fun turn of phrase. What a good little twimpst. Mm. Yep. I also, um, I liked the bit about the city seen from the Queensborough Bridge is always the city seen for the first time, mm. Uh, mm. which I think is, it's very atmospheric. It's one of those bits where you're like, oh, a nice description there's, in my Great Gatsby. There's a lot of yes. lines in this that are just good lines. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of like the statement that Nick makes like towards the end where he says, there's only the pursued, the pursuing, the busy and the tired, like, like as the four categories. I'm tired. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to mm. say. Where would you I, think? I was going to say yourself. yourself. <laughs> tired. Always tired. I'm both busy and tired. So, yeah, busy you know. and tired. Mm. Busy. Me too. Yeah. Maybe pursuing, but mostly busy. Yes. <laughs> I'm pursued, obviously. You... I'm a hot item. I'm kidding. I'm tired. <laughs> I can see this being such like an A-level question, mm. like which characters are which? Oh, yeah. good. Well, yeah. Gatsby's obviously you know, both pursued and pursuing, which makes it like a fun mm. little thing. If there's not a a U quiz somewhere about being the pursued, pursuing, <laughs> the busy or the tired, <laughs> maybe I will. Can make we make it. one? Can we make one and post it on That'll the Twitter? So Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I have another question for for the gang, mm-hmm. which is how mm-hmm. do we feel about Nick? And Jordan. Yeah. I I like them as a relationship, except for the fact that Nick is engaged um, and hasn't broken yeah. that off yet. <laughs> mm. Okay. okay. Um, but like, I like Jordan as a character. I think she's better than Nick. Um, I think she can do better. Yes. But also, she's kind of not better than him at the same time. 
she's not necessarily she, like morally better, but she is more interesting. Yeah. I think she's aware of her flaws as well. Like she's like, I know I'm a gossip. I know yeah. that I'm talking about this stuff. And she's about fine men. with it. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, and that's fine. And Nick's like, I am morally better than everyone and I would never lie and I would never meet with a gangster. I'm just here by accident. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like Jordan knows what she is and I respect it a bit more. I, I think like they both know that this is not a serious relationship. Um yeah. and I can I, I can appreciate that as them just being two people who are like we just sometimes enjoy each other's company, and that's enough right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I get the feeling that they'd aesthetically look, look good together. Mm-hmm. I feel like they look like, you know, when you like go to Pride, I feel like that's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look like Pride. tall lesbian and a tiny gay. I feel like they look like every yeah. couple you see on Instagram where it's like the most average looking man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they look like when you go on Instagram and you see that siblings or dating. Oh god. No. <laughs> no. Why would you say that? I feel like Nick is an offline boyfriend, mm. you know, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, like, an She has to like you know? slow, slowly tease him into the Instagram story, yeah. like, oh, a leg of a boy? Ooh, I don't know. How it's you... like when famous people have like very normal boyfriends, like Yeah. It's very funny. Like Taylor Swift dating some guy. He's famous. He's he is not I know, just that's some the joke. Guy. <laughs> All the Swifties. <laughs> this is an, an in joke to yesterday, where I said that Joe Alwyn is not very attractive, and then I got a funny look from Casey. <laughs> yeah, he's objectively. I just very find handsome. him very boring. I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I've seen his face many times. I'm gonna make you watch conversation. With Slides friends over my brain. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the book, so I will watch it. Yeah, my smooth this. brain cannot handle Joe Alwyn. That's. It's true. <laughs> Just filters him out. <laughs> he doesn't exist, okay? I don't think I've ever seen what he looks like. He's the opposite of Paul Mescal, in that Paul Mescal, who the guy from Normal People, he is mm-hmm. kind of normal looking, huh? normal people, uh, yeah, but, but handsome. in a very attractive way, whereas mm-hmm. Joe Alwyn is technically attractive, but in an incredibly normal, boring oh, way. Oh, it's that, like, ugly, hot, hot, ugly thing. It kind of, I wouldn't say Paul Mescal is, like, ugly he's just like pretty no. he looks normal but then he's just a little bit hot and you're like i get it he's like your friend's hot brother yeah. like he's get, he's engaged to phoebe bridges and you're like good going yeah you know <laughs> like he lives in your apartment building and you're happy about it you know <laughs> yeah it looks like someone i could have gone to uni with exactly yeah. yes history major vibes yeah you know? right <laughs> Take that as you will, Greg. All right. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> you are historically just some guy, Graham. Sorry. Wow. It's true. It's true. Oh, Graham is a nice young man. You love you. That's what Graham just is. Just this yeah. guy, you know. Charming, charming young, young fellow. <laughs> yeah, but is Do we think Nick is a charming guy? young man? I don't. Absolutely I think not. he could talk I, to your parents. I think but... he comes across mm. as a charming young man. Yeah. He's yes. a massive little Until rat like with the veneer of a charming young rat. man. If you scratch that surface yeah. just a little bit. Because mm. his whole thing is he's so unassuming mm. that everyone just likes him and tells him things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. He's Sebastian Stan in French. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I, to be fair, I will hands down say that I would end up in Sebastian Stan's basement. <laughs> I don't we need think... to put a spoiler warning for Fresh now. Whoopsies. It's been out God for a while. Um, 
However, I will say that I don't think Nick is charming enough for me to end up in his cannibalism basement. You know, no, no exactly. I would, I yeah, I would be enticed into Sebastian Stan's cannibalism basement, but not Nick's. Hmm. I think Nick has the and vibe. I would my go point. on a first date with Nick. Nick is just really insistent on himself being a good person. He's like, God. by the way, I picked up the check for lunch, and you're like, and that was relevant because... <laughs> it's like, I saw, you don't need to mention it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Nick has... He's like, I insisted. He has the vibes of someone that you would spend like a few hours talking to at a party, and then you come away from it feeling like slightly slimy about yourself, and you wouldn't be able to work yeah. out why. And then like a few years later, it would come out that he did something terrible to someone at uni. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel mm. about him. I'm not saying that Ugh. Nick in this book is going to assault anyone, but like the way that he's so much like, I'm a good person. I'm the best person. Oh, I'm so good. And like... I don't have anyone that I'm particularly in love with, so I'm just going to make out with this girl because I'm sure that'll make her happy. I'm like, can you just tone it down? Nick is like an 18-year-old guy who says that he's a very strong Good people don't need to Nick. tell people that they're this good all the time. Like, being honest doesn't require you to have an internal monologue like, I am honest, I am honest, I am honest, I tell the truth. You just tell the truth and be honest. Like, I just... There's, mm, I sense my my spidey senses are tingling at him. I don't like it. Nick's vibes to me are purely just like saying to every girl he meets, "Oh, we never said we were exclusive." Oh God! <laughs> oh my so God! Right. But only when she asks him about something he's done, yeah. once she finds out, mm. like he would never mention it. You know, like, "Oh, by the way, I'm also yes. seeing other people." He'd be like, "Oh, you you heard about <laughs> that? Well, oh, we never said." <laughs> Yeah, but you know he'd act so but he's very hurt. honest, you see. <laughs> like if the if the opposite was true, he'd be like, I'm literally so honest and kind and I picked up yeah. the check that one time. Probably would do this to me. Spoilers for the end like, of the book. Piss me if I'm a good person from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend I... if you've ever seen that <laughs> yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um watch mm-hmm. the explicit version because it's way funnier than the non-explicit version. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot quote it, but there is a certain line which is very mm-hmm. Nick Gatsby to me. Mm-hmm. Nick Gatsby, they're married. Nick Gatsby. Oh, I missed Gatsby. something. <laughs> Nick, oh god, Nick said what's his rights. last name? Haraway, sorry. Haraway. And they all lived happily ever after. after. Hey, I, I have a question for the group, though. Yes. Oh. So, what bones would you wear as jewellery? Um, um, femurs! No, Annie's first! Annie's first! Um, a collarbone is a collar. First of all, I, w- I want to say... They're not real, but I do have teeth earrings, and that is a fact about me. <laughs> True. I so. also have teeth earrings, because Annie said I also some. have teeth earrings, and Annie made them. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Annie's Etsy shop. Closing Ooh. in five days? No, it's, it's, clo- it's closing when everything sells out, so buy stuff from uh, okay. me, please. I will. Off you go. Um, One short of a penny. Go, go, go. Thank you. Um, yeah, so... My question is... Um... <laughs> is it your favourite question? It's my favourite question. <laughs> is it from the annotated book that your sister lent you? <laughs> we're so mean. Sorry, we're just ribbing on Annie this episode. We're so honest, okay? Re- we're just so I honest. I feel rude now, actually. <laughs> we're good people. We're good people. We're, we're honest, good, good people. people. Annie, we picked up the check at lunch. Did you notice? <laughs> Such good people. God, please. <laughs> you always make these really funny things as I'm about to say something, and it's always so underwhelming when I get to talk. I'm glad someone thinks we're funny. That's nice to know. What I was going to ask is, if you were dating someone sort of 
six, five, six years ago. <laughs> and even yeah. if you were like mm. this guy, a most amazing person I've ever met, so in love, but then you lost contact with them and you found out that they bought the place <laughs> across from you, would you be freaked out or would you be like, oh, that's flattering? Yes. Oh, I, I would be so freaked out. If any of the... Is that like, if any of yeah. the guys that I dated five years ago decided oh, to move across from me, I would be so concerned. Yeah, but those all ended badly is the thing, whereas theirs didn't really end. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. He just had to I feel to go like away. I'd be... It would, it would depend, mm. I think, specifically because he's being creepy, but not directly creepy. Mm. It's kind of like, mm, I guess that's kind of romantic that he's not like looking at me through binoculars. Mm. He's just like, we don't know that he's not. Out. But Wait, he is it better or worse? Is it better or worse that he hasn't invited her over? Well, if he invited her over, would it be better, or creepier, or less creepy? I think you think he was a bit like, weak-willed like, for not doing it. I just bought the house across the lane. Couldn't help but notice that you live here too. <laughs> yeah. I, that I would think, be bad. I think that's why he's so worried. Some, yeah. Yeah. So, something about like him just throwing parties and kind of just hoping she'll hear about them and turn up. Um, mm. I feel like is it, it's almost a bit sweeter because it like he probably knows yes. it's a bit weird. Mm. Mm. I wonder yeah. also if like he doesn't because he is riding this sort of super rich train. He now feels like if he has to ask for something then it's not worth it. Mm. So he just kind of wants stuff to happen because he's like, oh, look at all this um, conspicuous consumption I have. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. has this romantic fantasy built up in his head of like everything working out perfectly. And if he actively yeah. makes that happen, it doesn't count. I wonder. Yeah. yeah, I think that might be something to do And with. you have to remember, guys, there's no Instagram, so he can't just like swipe up on her story and be like, hi, Daisy, <laughs> I see that you live in East Egg. That's so interesting. I'm in West Egg. He just yeah. has to like wait and see. He can't go like, over oh, to her house where her husband is. I see you're at a party in West Egg. I was at a better party in East Egg, actually, on the same <laughs> day. Yeah. Now, he can't just post just... like a pic, you know? Be yeah, like, oh, what's his house now... over there? <laughs> You've just now raised a thing that I skimmed over and forgot about in this chapter is that he is actively asking everybody he meets. That is true. Not yeah, he everyone. Is, yeah, he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but Jordan's okay, not the though, first, right? Yeah. Is like, it? Is it okay? Well, I think so. Like, I've asked people about people before. Okay, here's, here's the yeah. question. But every person you here's ever meet. Here's the question, though, is how long good? has he lived there? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a year. If it's, yeah, if yeah. it's like three years and that's like okay calm down <laughs> like it's been too long yeah <laughs> but i think she's not gonna notice that, you buddy yeah, i think the thing that also <laughs> got me is that he's like scouring every single newspaper article about tom to see if there's any mention of daisy and i'm like bro mm. you need to calm it down i think in answer to your question annie if i thought this yes. were creepy or not it would literally depend on if this guy ever told me that he <laughs> bought the house opposite me just in case I came For to that his parties or saw him. If he yeah. never told me, I'd be like, oh my god, serendipity, the universe brought us together, probably, because, uh, you know. Mm. And also, I assume that Daisy would also think this. If he ever said to me, like, <laughs> say we're married, it's five years later, we're, like, looking out across the lake or whatever, and he turns to me and he goes, you know, <laughs> I've never told you this, but 
I actually bought this house because it was opposite your house and I was really hoping that one day you'd see one of my lavish parties and come over and I'd be like, oh darling, that's so incredible. Now I'm just going to go inside because I just remembered that I promised to call my sister and then I would start packing my... Redacted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my stuff. Redacting my stuff. I think, I think like, it 100% oh depends on if you like them or not. Yeah. Like, yeah, it does. It, like any, any romantic gesture, just like grand romantic gesture, 100 depends on if you're into mm. it or not that would still otherwise it's creepy right even if i was in love with someone if they were like oh i bought the f-. like if i don't know like someone bought the flat it's a grand mine, gesture but... i'd be like just mm. to like just to see me i would be very upset about mm. that yeah like that is but if you consider that like in the context of like gilmore girls luke kept a horoscope from the first time he met Lorelai in his wallet for eight years, and that's romantic. Whereas if like another character from Gilmore Girls yeah. did that, you'd be like, "That's so creepy. Bestie. Why did Kirk do that?" Can I please you know what point I mean? out that keeping a horoscope in your wallet and buying a house are two very different things? <laughs> yeah, it is. But like, just any romantic gesture. I, I, I have a, like a, fun, a fun little fact, a fun little trivia. Two members of my family have had their ex-boyfriends turn up to the house. In full oh. costume in an attempt to win them back. Oh god! Amazing. What, costume? what kind of costume? One of them turned up on Valentine's Day in a full suit of armor. What the amazing? Um, <laughs> what? what? The other one turned up on the person's birthday in full steampunk gear. Jeez, amazing! Kind of, oh, kind of fun. I love a gesture. That's the amazing. Thing is, both of these were, were like, Annie, how do I get adopted into your family? Is, you know, so that I may have all these romantic gestures. You don't gestures. want that because both of these guys were awful. Oh, no. So, well, the joke's on you. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to consider, though, it is a really good story. It's a really good you know? story. They're Esther at least is. providing that. Especially for, for me, who just also was there. <laughs> Everything is a good memory or a good story. And these guys have given her a really good story. I think a gesture like that can be judged like one of two ways. It could either, like if they weren't terrible, it could be like, wow, this is the most romantic thing I've ever seen. Or it could just make you cringe so hard you want the earth to eat you like a fine canapé. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. it is it is like those edits where people take like a rom-com movie trailer and then add horror movie music to it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it could really be read one of two ways. Yeah. I mm. I think it goes back to it. Was it Katie you said that you, you've got to be into them for it to work? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And every romantic gesture relies on that. Like if you're not into it it's always bad. Yeah. Like yep. a man showing up at your door with flowers lovely unless they're a creep from work that watches you across the desk and you don't like then it's horrifying how do they know your address yeah. you know like everything only works contextually i think the problem is, is a man like, i would horrifying. still read that through like a layer of like <laughs> how did you know I'm... like even if it was someone that i previously liked and thought they were very lovely if someone did randomly turn up at my house without me mm. giving them my address i would still find that worrying mm. even if i really liked them because I would, my main, would my main question would be, in the how did you find my address? And then I would also have to talk to my friends and be like, did any of you give this random man yeah. my address? Yeah, and then I'd have I to mean, be like, hey guys, mm. please don't give my address out to strangers, even if I say previously that I like them. It's my address. Like, <laughs> that would still worry me no matter how much I liked the person, 
doing a romantic Please dress don't dot in like public romantically. and things like that. <laughs> also, that's totally fine. I not just to don't sound very invade my area. It's also my address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> what if you open the door, Meg? And you're like, uh, are those for me? <laughs> Meg just answers the door like, hello. <laughs> Lives away. I'm in my like blanket hoodie, <laughs> doing work. <laughs> They're like, Teasel. Oh no, these are for your flatmate. And I'll be like, um, I guess I'll put them on the kitchen uh, table. Bye. <laughs> They're <at their> boyfriends. <laughs> no, but it work. But it also relies on Katie's theory of context because if you liked that person, I severely think that you wouldn't think about that until they'd left at least. Yeah, true. You and then I would be get in the moment like, worries. "Why are you here?" <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh, that's amazing. Come in, have a cup of coffee. I like you a lot." And then as soon as they leave, they and you go, "Hmm, yeah, I, how? How did that happen?" I, I will yeah. say though, I did have uh, once somebody turned up at my door to give me chocolates, but. First of all, we were eight years old. And second of all, oh. he had to text me that morning to be like, what's your address and are you in today? Oh, <laughs> like, that's dropping so me off. See, that's got set up. That gives you a chance to be like, I'm not telling you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. I once got sent flowers, like a bouquet of, I think it was red and pink roses. And I still don't know who they were from. Um, and I got sent them and I'm like, well, that's lovely. And now I'm like, and... Who was that from? I have no that idea because there was not a card. <laughs> but Mysterious. lovely flowers. Maybe it was you from the future. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. That I was like, like yes, eighteen-year-old me, you can have some nice flowers <laughs> as a treat. You can have a mystery. <laughs> well, I guess we just have to see how um, what the response is. Hopefully, next how chapter. Daisy mm-hmm. mm. What will Daisy do? Daisy reacts to your new famous YouTube video. From, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to start a new YouTube channel. I think we get a cease and desist. Daisy I don't reacts. think... I what, don't from think Daisy we can have Cannon? blank reacts. <laughs> no, I think, I think the Fine Brothers tried to... I know they tried to trademark. <laughs> they tried they to trademark the I don't think they reacts. have. They, they tried, but they were no. trying to trademark like their specific like um, formats rather than just react Format. videos in general. Uh, so. okay. No, I but remember. they did try and trademark the word it. act. Um, <laughs> well, that's which, dumb. like, huh, bad. Yeah. But also, like, mm-hmm. I am sure mentioning YouTube drama from, like, f- six years ago. <laughs> this brings up a very vivid memory for me. You know Downfall, the film with Hitler, where people would, like, do the subtitles differently? Mm-hmm. Uh, so part of that like clip that people would subtitle is the bit where it's like outside in the corridor and like there's this secretary who's crying and one of the other ones says something to her someone did that like oh don't cry Disney owns that emotion now <laughs> and and every day that becomes more true <laughs> and on that note and on that note yes they do canonically own the emotion of sadness though. okay live very quick oh they do don't they oh no they do, they do own the emotion of sadness also anger and disgust and joy so anyway well now i can't feel anything my what's new boom my point is welcome to the club please just quickly list for those listening yes you have two minutes um, go all of the ways that men surrounding jay gatsby have died or been injured in some way <laughs> um okay so we've got um <laughs> chester becker's Oh no, sorry, man named Bud no <laughs> Dobster Dr. Webster real name. Doctor Webster Civet, who drowned in Maine. Um <laughs> Edgar Beaver, whose hair they say turned cotton white one winter afternoon for no good reason at all. I've done that before. It's called bleaching your hair. Um 
<laughs> Henry Al Palmanetto, who killed himself by jumping in front of a subway train in Times Square. And finally, young Brewer, who had his nose shot of his face in war. Not the war, just, just war. war. Just war. Oh, just sorry, war. it does say the just war. Just the one war, you're, you're correct, it does say the war. No, it's funny if it just says war, though. But, I think we should go with thank that. Thank you also for, <laughs> like... for bringing up the point that I'd forgotten, which was um, Nick's horrendous quality of just making lists. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, he does love a list. <laughs> that... I thought we were back in Dorian Gray. Yeah, or that one Dorian <laughs> chapter. <laughs> oh. All right, well, hopefully no more lists next time. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, we will see you next week for the audiobook. I'm forgetting all my words again. Audiobook for chapter five. And then after that, for the book club discussion for the same chapter. Will Daisy think that Jay Gatsby is a weirdo? Let's find <laughs> out. I mean, I think he is. I think he's a She's weird She's going to flock with all those casual moths to his starlight. Oh, oh, yeah. oh the like world that. and his mistress and Daisy. <laughs> and some Less moths, catchy. I guess. <laughs> and Nick's yeah. also there. The moth man and his mistress. <laughs> yes. Oh, to be Mothman's mistress. Oh, oh to be oh, Mothman's oh, mistress. <laughs> and on that note, good night. Good night. Bye. 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 It might not be night time. <laughs> <laughs>